We begin today the Gemara on Daflamir Aleph from the Beis at the Mishnah, the bottom of the Yamad. Zaktayli Gemishneh Zeh Bo Bechavitei. One person was walking in the street with his barrel. Someone else is walking uh, uh, in the other direction, coming towards him with a beam, carrying a beam on his shoulder. What happened? There was a collision. The jug of this person got broken by the beam of the other one that bumped into him. Potter. So the one with the beam will be potter to pay for this damage. Because this is a Rishusarabim and they both have permission to walk here. So each one has to be careful where he's going. You can't blame someone for bumping into you. However, if the case is different, they weren't coming against each other, but the one with the, with the beam is walking first, and the one walking with the barrel is behind him. And now, and the one with the barrel sped up too quickly, and he bumped into the one with the beam, and his barrel broke. So Potter, the one with the beam will be Potter, because why did you bump into me from behind? It went too quick. So Potter Balakaira, that is. The, the Balakaira ahead of him will be Potter. However, if the one that's in the front with the beam just stops, and now the one in the back bumps into him, mm. then you'll be chayiv for this. We actually had this before in the Gemara. The Gemara there said that it depends why the one with the beam stopped. If he stopped just, to, just for a moment to adjust his beam on his shoulder, that's normal. That's a kind of stop, which is not like a short stop or not like a kind of stop where the person behind can't expect that. You have to keep a certain distance. And the fact that you bumped in, he won't be chayev. But if he's omad lafush, if the, one, if the, the balakayr is stopped, then he's like stopping and he's resting now. And the one behind bumped into him, then he's going to be chayev for stopping in such a way. Yeah. However, not like a traffic yeah? not, not like, like a traffic accident. No. Okay, I'm not sure what the, the laws in, in traffic <laughs> with cars are. If the Balakaira, which is ahead, and he's stopping, but he announces, he tells the person behind, stop, stop, I'm stopping. So then, Potter. So then he's going to be Potter, even if the guy behind bumped into him because he stopped, but he, he, he notified him that he's stopping. It's like today, yeah, make a signal, whatever it is. So then if you, if you yeah, you gave him a warning, so you're Potter. Okay, the Mishnah goes through the same concept, but in the reverse case, where the Baal Chavis is the one that's on the front. If the one with the, carrying the barrel is the one that's going first, and the guy with the beam is coming behind him. So in such a case, if the barrel, the person with the barrel and that's in the front, it breaks by the person with the beam in behind, so then the person with the beam behind went too quick, and he bumped into the person with the barrel in the front. So be chayiv for that. Vim omad balchavis, but if the balchavis, the one walking in the front with his barrel, just stops, and that's why the person with the beam in behind bumps into him. So then Potter, he's Potter for this damage because why did you stop? Because you stopped. That's why I bumped into you. But vim amalabalkaira amayid. If the one with the barrel in the front announced and warned him that he should stop, then chayiv. So then the one with the the, the kaira that bumped into him will be chayiv because he got a warning to stop. Says the Mishnah, The same halacha that we just described with a barrel and a, and a beam, we could also apply in another example, if one person is walking with a candle of light, fire, and the other one is with coming with his flax, same thing, they will bump into each other, the same halachas that was described there will apply. So the Pesach says, the reason why the Mishnah says regarding 
fire and flax, why would I think it's any different than the case of the beam and the barrel? Because maybe a person that walks with fire and a shusarabi, you would think that fire is flammable and that the people there walking with all kinds of things that you have to be much more careful when you walk with fire in the streets. So you would think maybe someone that's walking with a nair with fire, you have to even be more careful no matter what. That's where the Mishnah says, no, the same Allah applies regarding the nair and the pishtan. Rabbi Barnasan asked the following Shiloh from Rav Hona. If a person injures his wife during marital relations, what's going to be the halacha? Is the husband chayef to pay for the damages that he caused? Do I say, since what he did and the injury that he caused was by an act that he did, that he had permission to do this, so potter. So therefore, he does not have to pay for this injury. Or perhaps, he nevertheless, he has to be careful, he has to pay attention and be careful not to cause any injury. So he will be high for this. So Rav Huna says, we could answer this by what we learned over here in the Mishnah, when we're talking about the person with the beam and the person with the barrel, what did the Mishnah say? Why, if the beam damaged the barrel, Will you be potash? Since they both have permission to walk here in the Rishusarabim, so therefore you're potter. So what you see is when a person is doing something in a place that he has Rishus permission, so then he's potter. So over here as well, since this is an act that the husband did that he had Rishus for this, so therefore any injury that he causes will be potter as well. But Rav disagrees with this. Rav says, no, you should be chayef. I'll, I'll prove to you that the husband should be responsible for the injury that he causes with the following kavachaymer. And he brings the kavachaymer from a case where a person kills someone and there the Pasuk says, it describes there, that what happened is you were with your friend in the forest and then accidentally something happened, you were chopping wood and you killed someone. So over there, so the Gemara says, based on that, he says the following kavachaymer. If we see when it comes to a forest, the people that are there in the forest, each one is going there with permission into their place that they're allowed to go to. It's an open place for anyone to enter there. So, but nevertheless, over here, when you, when someone kills someone, it's as if you're killing a in a place where you went into your friend's property. You're responsible for this, that you kill the other person that's here. Because the other person has the permission to be here. And you'll be chayy for this. If so, over here, when we're talking about this case of the husband and the wife, when he injures her during marital relations, so in such a case, it's he's injuring her when he's in her domain. He's in her, and he goes to her. So definitely, he has to be careful. True, he has rishus to be there, but nevertheless, he has to be careful and pay attention to what he's doing, not to injure her. So he should be chayef for this. So the Gemara says, okay, this is a very strong kavachaymer, but Ella, but the reasoning it says in the Mishnah, though, seems to be saying differently, as the Gemara, as Rav Huna proved, hakatani, but in the Mishnah it says, that as long as it's a place where you have the rishus to go there and you cause a damage, you'll be put there. So if we take that reasoning, we should apply the same thing over here regarding this injury that the husband causes to his wife. And says the Gemara, no, you can't compare. Why? Over there, when the person with the barrel and the person with the beam and they walked and they bumped into each other and over there you putter, it's not only that they have both rishus to walk there because it's a rishus but they were both active. 
the one with the beam and the one of the barrel, they were both walking, and therefore, as they were walking, they bumped into each other. So because they were both active, so therefore, the one with the barrel can't blame the one with the beam, because the one with the beam says, just like I walked in your direction, and my beam bumped into your barrel, you were walking in my direction, and both of our actions together caused this damage here. But hacha, however, when it comes to the injury that the husband causes his wife, you covered maisa. The husband is the one that's active, and therefore he's the one that's doing the damage. He's the one that's injuring her. But and that's it. So therefore, he's going to be responsible for this, even though what he's doing is, is something that he has permission to do. But nevertheless, if he's the one that's active, he has to be careful with what he does. Can we say that the woman is not involved and she's not active like the husband? But there's a pasuk, that when a wife, or that is a woman rather, a woman and a, and a man have a relation that's forbidden, and they're both going to be getting the punishment or the chi of Kodis, it says that they both get this punishment of Kodis, and they're both referred to as Isis, they're both doing the Aveda. So the Pasuk seems to be indicating here that there is an action, both on behalf of the, husband, of the man that is, and the woman, that... Uh, and so therefore we can't say that only the man is active and she's not active and therefore he would be chayev for the injury here. And says the Gemara, there, what the Pasuk means when it says, it means that they're both having pleasure in this. And therefore, in a case where a man and woman have a forbidden relationship, they're going to both be chayev, the kares or the misa, whatever it is. For, because the hana is as if she did a maisa as well. That's what isis there means. But on the other hand, though, but the husband is the only one that's actually doing an action. So therefore, when it comes to the halacha of being high for injuring her, the husband will be responsible for this. He has to be careful with what he's doing. The Mishnah then said, the cases that we learned here about the Balkaira, the one with the beam coming first and the one with the uh, barrel is behind him. Okay, so the Gemara brings a statement from Rishlakish and then we'll try to prove it from our Mishnah. Omer Eishlokish, the Eishlokish said the following halacha, and we had this a few times already before in the Mesechta. There are two cows in the Rishus One is lying in the Rishus It's not a place to lie in the Rishus but this cow is lying down there. And the other one is walking in its way in the Rishus So If the one that was walking kicked and got wild, and it kicked the one that was lying, Petura. So it'll be potter for the damages that it causes because why is your cow lying here, lying here that is in the middle of the street? Your cow is lying here, so therefore anyone that goes and kicks it, this, this other cow came along and kicked it, you'll be potter for that. We had this concept before in the Gemara, and the Gemara referred to this halacha of Rishlokish, that this is the rule of kala meshana. If someone comes and does something unusual, so then someone else comes and does something unusual in reaction to what you did, so you'll be potter, because why are you Mishana? Why do you allow your cow to lie here in the middle of the street? However, if if the cow that's lying there kicked the cow that was passing by walking, then then you'll be chayev for this damage. Why uh, are you kicking my cow? My cow's walking along its way, the way it, you're usually supposed to be walking in the Rosh Hashanah. Says the Gemara, shall we say, we can prove what Ishlakish said from our Mishnah. Because the Mishnah in the first case says, The person with the beam is walking in the front. And the person with the barrel is walking behind him. The barrel was broken by the beam that's ahead of him, Potter. So the one with the beam will be Potter because the one with the barrel is at fault. He walked too quickly and he bumped into him. 
But if the person with the beam stopped, then chayiv. Then you'll be chayiv for the damage of the barrel because he bumped into him because he stopped. So it's his fault. Says the Gemara. So over here in the Mishnah, the fact that the bar, the one, the one with the beam stops, and because of that, the barrel bumps in and, and breaks. It's similar to the case of the car that's lying there, and this car that's lying. It kicks the one that's walking and, and damages him. And Yechai for this, dummy. It's compared to this. And our Mishnah says Yechai for this. So it's basically the same kind of halacha. So this proves the point that Ishlakish said. It says, What you're saying is logical, that you can prove what Ishlakish said from the Mishnah. You're trying to bring a raya from the Mishnah for Ishlakish. Not only is our Mishnah not going to be a proof of what Ishlakish said, it's actually a question on what Ishlakish said. Why? Because when you read what Ishlakish says, Ishlakish says that the animal that was lying there, if it kicked the animal that walked by, so then you'll be chayv. So now what, what do you see from this? But it would seem like that if the animal that was walking tripped over this animal that was lying there and blocking the road, then putter. Then the owner of the animal that allowed his animal to lie there on the road would be putter to pay for this. He's only going to be chayiv if the cow that was lying there kicked him when he was walking by, but otherwise it would be putter. But but our Mishnah is saying not, not so. Our Mishnah is saying that this damage happens automatically, meaning the one with the, with the beam stops. And now the one with the barrel behind just bumps into him, the Katani Chayev. And the Mishnah says that the one with the beam that stopped will be Chayev. So why, why did the Shlokish say that only if the cow that was lying, they kicked the cow that was walking by, you'd be Chayev for that? How about the fact that the cow walking just bumped into the cow that was lying there? Why wouldn't you be Chayev for that? So that's a question of what the Shlokish said from our Mishnah. Hmm. And that's the Gemara, the cases. Of the Mishnah and Ishlakish are different. Masnisen, in the case of our Mishnah, what it's talking about is the Paschal Orcha Keshelda. When this person stopped with his beam, he stopped in such a way that he basically created a roadblock. His beam is is blocking the whole width of the entire Shusarab, not allowing anyone to go through. So, in such a case, anybody that bumps into this beam and gets damaged, the Baal will be higher for this because you blocked the whole road. There's no way I can go around. Right. So one shot over here, Taisus said, is that he basically stopped with his beam and put down his beam in the Rosh Hashanah and created a roadblock. Or another way Taisus says is that the way he was holding his beam on his shoulders, he was holding the beam on his shoulders that were spread and it was, it was extended, blocking the entire Rosh Hashanah. So the moment he stops, it automatically blocks the entire Rosh Hashanah. In such a case, he'll be responsible for any damages that happens automatically here because you're blocking the whole way. Hacha, here though, in the, what, what was Rishlokish speaking about? He had a cow that lied down in the Rishusarab, but it's just lying on one side of the road. In such a case, if you just bump into this cow, if your cow bumps into this cow and gets damaged, you're not going to be the owner of the cow that's lying there, is not going to be high for this. Why? Because you should have walked on the other side, you can go around. Only if the cow that's lying there went and kicked the cow that was walking by, then the owner of that cow lying there will be high. Okay, that's uh, the Reisha of our Mishnah. So there's no Raya to Rishlakish, but the Gemara also explained that it's not a question on Rishlakish. Ella says the Gemara, Seifer the Masnis and Messiah Rishlakish. Similarly, we could bring a Raya from the next case of the Mishnah to what Rishlakish said. The Ktani, because in the Seifer of the Mishnah it said that when the case was in the reverse, that Hoya Balchavis Rishon, the one with the barrel was going first. 
and the one with the beam was behind him. And then the Mishnah said, Nishpara Chavis Bekaira, if the if the barrel breaks with the one with the from the beat with the beam that was behind him, Chayev, he's gonna be responsible for this damage because you walked too quick and you bumped into the one with the barrel and you broke it, so you chayev. But Vim Ahmad Bal if the one with the barrel stops, then the one with the beam behind him that bumped into him will be potter. Because it's the fault of the Balchavis that was in the front that stopped. Says the Gemara, This is compared to the other case, to the other halacha that Rishlokir said, when the one that's walking is the one that bumps into the one that stopped. That's what happened here, right? The one with the beam that's walking bumped into the one that stopped in the front, the one with the barrel. The Ketani Potter and Amishnah says your Potter. So over here as well, the one, the cow that's walking, Shlokish is saying the cow that's walking and it kicks the cow that's lying there. And you can learn from Amishnah that you would be Potter. So this proves the point that Shlokish said. Says the Gemara, no, it's not an eye from Amishnah. Why not? Masnise in the Chiorche Kamazgi. In Amishnah, the one with the beam that's walking behind is just walking normally. That's the case of our Mishnah that it says that uh, he would be he would be uh, he would be for this. However, over here it's a it's a different case. The case, the case that Ishlokish said Omalei, so you can say to him. Or again, let me just uh, sorry, let me just correct that. In, in our Mishnah, the Kamazgi, because he's walking regularly, so therefore he would be Potter. The one with the beam was ahead. So again, 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 the one with the barrel that is was in the front, and the one with the beam was behind. And the one with the barrel stops. So therefore the one with the beam that's walking behind normally. And the person in front of him makes a short stop. So then you're going to be potter for any damages that you cause. But, um, but over here, haha, what are we talking about? The cow was lying. And another cow walking comes along. And what happened? The cow that was lying kicked the cow that walked by. So over here, you can tell him, Even if yes, it's true that you want to walk here in the Rishus Rabin and my cow is blocking, and the, so you have permission to walk in this area. But Levuti be less Lachrishusa. However, why is your cow that's lying here uh, kick him? Levuti, or again, why is the cow that, that, that's walking that is? Levuti, the one, the one that, that was uh, walking, is the one that kicked the cow that was lying. Why are, you, why are you kicking the one that's lying there? You can walk by, but you don't have to kick him. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you kick him for that, you should be high. Gemara brought this father already before in the Masechta here, that uh, even though the one that was lying there shouldn't be lying in the middle of the Rishus Rabim, but that doesn't mean that you have the right to go ahead and kick him. You have a, they have the right to walk by, but not to go and kick him. So therefore, there's no raya from the halacha that it said in our Mishnah to this chilish of Rishlakish that will still be potter. Two people that were walking in the Rishus Rabim. One of them was running in the Rishus Rabim. The other one is walking calmly. Or there were two people that were running in the Rishus Rabim. And they had a collision, they damaged one another. Because it's a Rishus Rabim, they both have the Rishus to walk or run there. They'll both be potter. Says the Gemara Masnis in the like Isi ben Yehuda, the Allah of our Mishnah is not like Isi ben Yehuda's opinion. The Tanya, because in Abraisi we learned Isi ben Yehuda, Aime Isi ben Yehuda said, Ratz Chayev. If one person's walking and the other person's running and there was a collision, the one that was speeding, the one that was running, he's the one that will be Chayev for this. Because he's behaving in, in unusually by running. 
Says the Gemara, however, Isi will, will agree that even though he was running, he'll still be potter, be'er of Shabbos ben Ashmashis. If it was er of Shabbos, right when the time when Shabbos comes in, Shehu Pater, the one that was running, is Pater, because then he has Rishus to run in the honor of Shabbos, as we'll see soon, the Gemara will explain what this is about, and then you'll be Pater, even though he was running, and he was, he did, he shouldn't be running in the Rishus Rabin, but he'll be Pater for this. We passed him like what Isi ben Yehuda said. Could we say that Rabbi Yechen and Paskins, like Isi ben Yehuda and the Braise, and not like what it says in our Mishnah, that anytime anyone runs in the Rishus Arabim, you would be Potter? But Rabbi Yechen always says, We always Paskin like a Stam Mishnah that has no name. We, we Paskin like the Mishnah. So here we should Paskin like the Mishnah, not like Isi ben Yehuda. The Mishnah says, One was running, one was walking. They were both running. They're going to be Potter. Answers the Gemara. Our Mishnah is actually saying the same thing as the Brisa. In the Mishnah, when it says that one was walking and one was running, it was also talking about Erev Shabbos Ben Hashemashis, when, when one uh, is allowed to be running. Hmm. How do you know this? The Mishnah didn't specify this. Mimai says the Gemara, Midiktani, because what does the Mishnah say? After it says the case where one was walking and one was running, the Mishnah says, Oisha Yishneim Ratzim, they were both running, Peturin, they'll both be Potter. But the question is, Hosu Lamali. Why does the Mishnah have to say this second case that when they were both running, they would be Potter? If in a case where one is running and one is walking, but nevertheless they're both Potter. So even though one is, is walking normally and the other one is speeding, he's running, you would think maybe he should be high, but nevertheless the Mishnah says he's potter. Is there any Chiddush to say that if they're both running, that they would both be potter? If they're both running, one can't blame the other more than him. So, so why does the Mishnah have to say this case? So therefore, there's a problem here in the Mishnah. So we have to say that our Mishnah in the beginning was talking about Erev Shabbos. This is how you have to understand our Mishnah. In a case where one is running in the Rishul Sarab and the other is walking, Potter. So then you're going to be Potter for the damage you cause. And what was the Mishnah talking about over here? When is that true? When it's Erev Shabbos, right when, right when Shabbos comes in, so the one that's running has the permission to run. So it'll be Potter for the damages. But if it's in a weekday, then if one is running and one is walking, then the one that's running will be for the damage that he causes. But nevertheless, then the Mishnah says, Shneim if they were both running, they were both speeding, then Then even in the weekday, they're going to be potter because they were both, they were both running. So they can't, one can't blame the other. Amar, the Tana here said, the Moide Isi, that Isi admits and agrees, the Ba'ed of Shabbos, Ben Hashemashes, and the Tuner of Shabbos, right when Shabbos comes in, Shu Potter, that you'll be Potter, even when you're the one that's running, and the other one was walking regularly, because you're running with Rishos in that time. Says the Gemara, Be'erev Shabbos, my Berishus Ikeh. If you're running with Rishus on Erev Shabbos, what, what Rishus is there to run then? For what purpose is a person running? Says the Gemara, Kedir Abchanine. The Amr Abchanine, Abchanine said about the time, right when Shabbos comes in, that a person should go out and greet Shabbos. The way it was in those times, they would go out. They would go out into the field and greet Shabbos. Yeah. And they would say, Let's go out to the Kala, to the Queen, to greet Shabbos. Vamrila, others would say, Likras Shabbos Kala Malkasa. Let's go out to greet Shabbos, which is a Kala, which is a Malkasa, which, which is a, a, a queen. 
Rabbianai, Misatif Vikoy, Rabbianai would would uh, garb himself with special Shabbos clothing and Vikoy would stand, Vahomar, and he would say, some other Rishayim here, I think uh, the Namuki Yasuf is actually Gaidis instead of Vikoy, instead of standing, he's Gaidis that he would dance, he would go out dancing and he would say, Boy Chala, Boy Chala, come my bride, come my bride, this is Shabbos, to explain the Chsidis, Benigayat to Shabbos, that the Yidin, the Yidin are the Chasen. And the Shabbos is the Kala. Mm-hmm. And right, just uh, just like it says, Api Kabbalah, that it is Zoh and Malchus. Right? The Yidin are, are the Svirus of Zoh, and Shabbos is Svirus of Malchus. It's the seventh day of the week. The seventh is, is Malchus, the seventh of the Svirus. And Malchus, Shabbos gets elevated and comes and is unified with Yidin and connects, uh, connects to the Eibishter. That's uh, the great simcha, the joy that you go out to greet Shabbos when you run out and you go out. It says, it says, it's, it's described regarding the Arizal, that Arizal used to go out into the field and greet Shabbos. So if a person is running with this joy and dancing and going out and greeting, and as he goes out, he bumps into someone and causes damage, you'll be potter because you're going out to greet Shabbos. Mm-hmm. A person is chopping wood in the Rishus Sarabim, and a piece of wood went and flew into the Rishus HaYachid and damaged someone. Or in the reverse, Rishus HaYachid, he was chopping wood in the Rishus HaYachid, and a piece flew out and damaged someone in the Rishus HaRabim. Or a third case, Rishus HaYachid, he was in his own property, and he was chopping wood, and a piece of wood flew out and damaged someone in, in, in someone else's property. Chayef. For all these cases, you're going to be chayef for the damage that you cause. Says the Gemara Tzriche, it's necessary for the Mishnah to say all these three cases, even though it's all basically saying the same point, that you're doing something in one property or in one domain, and it causes damage in another, you'll still be responsible for that. Says the Gemara as follows, If the Mishnah would say that a person is chopping wood in the Rishos HaYachid, and then that causes damage in the Rishos HaRabim, the Gemara begins with this case, even though the Mishnah that I just read, in the Gersa we have here, this is the second case, but the Bach changes the Gersa of the Mishnah. So the Gemara begins with the case where a person was in his private property and he's chopping wood and it causes damage from the Rishus Rabim. I would say the reason there, why are you responsible, Mishum the Rabim? Because if you're chopping wood in your property, but you're doing it near the Rishus Rabim, and a piece of wood could fly onto the Rishus Rabim, when there are so many people always in the Rishus Rabim, so that's something you have to be careful about. You could, you could be very, you could expect that it could damage someone. If you're chopping wood in the Rishus Rabim and it ends up flying and damaging someone in his private property, in someone's private property, there's not a lot of people there and it's not something that you could expect that it would end up damaging someone there. So therefore, I would say maybe for that you should not be chayev. You shouldn't be chayev for this. On the other hand, if it would say that the person was chopping the wood on the Rishus Rabim and it flew into Rishus Yachid, I would say the reason for this because the act of chopping wood in the Rishus Rabim is something that you're doing without permission. You know, Rishus Rabim is not a place to be chopping wood. So therefore, I would say that over there you chayv. Al v'rishus yachid, v'rishus arabim. If you were chopping wood in the rishus yachid and something flew from there into the rishus arabim and uh, it damaged someone in the rishus arabim, the rishus arabim, you can argue and say, I'm doing it on my private property. The fact that something flies out and damages someone, I shouldn't be chayv for that. I'm a lawyer. I should be a part of this. If the Mishnah would say these two cases, I would say ha mishum deshchichi arabim. That when you chopped wood in your private property and it flew into the Rishus Rabim, you chayev for that because there are many people there. You should have been careful. And v'ha mishum the loy shaloy If you were chopping wood in the Rishus Rabim and it flew into the Rishus Yachid, 
the place where you're doing this action is without permission. So in, the, in these two cases, you'd be chayev. But if you're chopping wood in your Rishusayachid and it flies into someone else's Rishusayachid, so you're doing it in a place that there aren't many people around. It's a private area. And the action that you're doing is in also in your private property where you're doing it with permission. I would say that the fact that it flew out into someone else's property and damaged, maybe you should be part of this. Therefore, the Mishnah has to say the third case as well. So as the Rishonim say, this is a Mishnah, the way the Mishnah says these three halachas is what's known as loizu apsu. Even though the Mishnah could have just said the final halacha and it wasn't necessary to say the others, but it's going from the smaller chiddish to a bigger chiddish until it comes to the biggest chiddish in a place where you're in a private property and it's around private properties, you're still going to be high for the damage that it causes for people in their properties. we learned in Abraisa the following halacha. If you walked into the store of a carpenter, without his permission, the nutsa bakas and a chip of wood flew out from the work of the carpenter, the tophal ponov, and it flew into the person that walked in his face, umais, and the person died. Potter. So the one the carpenter that's doing his work there will be potter. What will he be potter from? Will be potter from Golos. Usually when you kill someone accidentally, you have to go into Golos. But over here, the person walked into your store without your permission, you'll be potter from Golos. However, if he walks into your store with permission, then the damage that you cause him, chayev, you'll be chayev. So the Gemara now explains, what did the Seifim mean when it said chayev? My chayev. When he walked in with permission, what will you be chayev for? So it would seem like what the Braiseer is saying is that you'd be chayev in Golos. But the Gemara says, no, Omar Rabbi Yesi Bar Barchanine said, chayev bedalat varim. In the Seifah of this Braise, it's not talking about that here you walked in with permission and you accidentally killed him, but rather he got injured. From your work, something flew into him and injured him, and you'll be chayev to pay the four things that a person that damages someone has to pay. Right, a adam amazik is chayev to pay nezek tsar ripoi sheves. You have to pay for the pain, for the deductibles, for the loss of work that you cause him now because of this injury. But not baishes though. There is a fifth payment, which is usually the embarrassment. But Rashi brings. We had this before in the Gemara. You don't pay for baishes unless you intended to do the action of injuring him. But in this case. <laughs> it wasn't with an intention, so for that, for that you're going to be potter. But Rabbi Yisrael Bachanini continues and says, Upatumigolus. Even over here in the Sefer, where the person walked in with Yorishos, you're still going to be potter from Golis. Why? So he says, Lafisha ein doime liyar. Because the place over here, when he walks into your store and you kill him accidentally, even though he came in with your permission, but nevertheless, this is not compared to a forest. As we just we saw before in the Gemara Namar Aleph, the case in the Torah where it speaks about when you kill someone in Yechai of Golos, it gives the example of a forest. A forest is a place which is open for anybody to walk in. In a forest, everybody is going in there. It's like their Rishus, because everybody is allowed to walk in there. But over here, though, he's walking into your store. So even though he had permission to walk into your store, but nevertheless, it's your private store. So here, when you when this accident happens and, and, and he's killed, you'll be part of this. That's uh, the way we have quoted an explanation for what Rabbi Yisrael Barchanini said. But in this, Rabbi asks, Omar Rabbi, or Rabbi, Rabbi asks on this, no, it, 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 it is not logical here. Kavuchaymer, it's a kavuchaymer to say that you should be chayiv in golos. If when it comes to a forest, again, umayyar, if when it comes to a forest, in a forest, everybody over there is going in without asking any permission. A forest is an open place, and just everyone comes in there. 
But nevertheless, if you kill someone there, you'll be responsible for this. Even though you didn't give him permission to enter, but it doesn't matter. Because it's an open place, it's like you granted him permission to enter here, meaning you have to expect him to come there. And if, therefore, if, you, if you're chopping wood and you're not careful and he gets hurt or killed accidentally, the gaila, you'll have to go into galas for this. So Zeh, over here, if it's in your store, he asked you, may I enter? And you gave him permission to come in. Most definitely, if you continue doing your work and you're not careful and it accidentally kills him, for sure you should be chayv and galas for this. How could Rav Yisrael say that you'd be potter for this? So therefore Rav says, yeah, Rav Yisrael said you're potter for galas, but the reason is the opposite than we thought. Not because it's less your thought, fault, my potter megalus. Why in this case would you be potter from galus? Because the leisagi lebegalus. Because in such a case, it's not even enough for you to get a kapara by going into galus. Usually, galus is for a person that kills b'shoigig, and there's a kapara of galus. Over here, though, it's not even enough for you to go into galus for this. In the Vahaina time of the Rebbeis Rebbechanina, this is what Rebbeis Rebbechanina was saying here regarding this case. Because this is a situation where you're a shoigig. But you're more closer to Mazid because you let the guy into the store. And then you continue doing your work and you're not careful. So this is almost like something that's being done intentional. And therefore, you, 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 Golis won't help for you. So that's why you put it from Golis. Masav Rav asks on this. It says, The person that's high of Malchus. So there's the Shliach Bezdin that's giving the Malchus in 39 lashes. And he adds another extra, another extra one that he wasn't supposed to give him. Umeis, and the person you added and you hit him extra, and he dies because of the result of this, which is an accident. But you shouldn't have added that extra, that extra time. So because you added this extra time and you accidentally killed him, you go into Golis. Asks Gemara, but why do you go into Golis? Over here, this is an accident which is very, very close to amazing. You, you hit him extra. You should realize that if you hit him one extra Malchus, then he'll, he can die by this. Nevertheless, it says it's such a kind of shaygig, which is close to Mezid, still you go into Galos. says, no, the case over here was, he didn't intentionally hit him an extra time. He was counting. When you count the lashes, he counted by mistake an extra time, and as a result of that mistake, he, he hit him extra and, and he died. So this is considered to be a shaykh. This is not cut of lamezid. This was the answer that uh, Rav Shimi Menadah gave. Tafakh Rav Besandale Rav hit him on his, on his sandal. He hit him and told him, Amalei, Atu Hu, money? The person that's giving the lashes, he's the one that counts the number of the Malkus. But Vatanya, we learned in Abraisa about this, how is Malkus done? Gadol Shubadayonin Kaida. The greater one of the Bezden here that was Machayev, this person, Malchus, he's the one that reads the Psukim that have to be said while giving the Malchus. And, uh, he read it there, the Pasuk, it says, V'hifla Shemes Makaischa. Okay. Then, V'hasheni, the second one, there's another person of the Bezden there, Maina, he has to count the lashes. V'hashlishi, the third one of the Bezden, Oimer, Hikuhu, he stands there and says that uh, you should hit him. So, which means that the person that's actually getting the, giving the lashes is not the one that counts. So how could you say that he made, yeah, there's other people there. They have the best that they are counting. So how could you say that he made a mistake in the count? So Rav Shimi Menardo corrected his answer and said, 
the one that was counting made a mistake in the count, and that that's what that as a result, the one that was hitting him hit him extra. So therefore, this is a shaygi. Meisvei, but the Gemara asks from another brayse. It says, "Azerik is having the reshus harabim." A person threw a rock into the reshus harabim, v'harag, and he killed someone there in the reshus harabim. Hareza goyla. So because of this accident, you killed someone b'shaygi. You have to go into golas. Asks Gemara, but v'achov here in this case this is certainly the shaygi cut of lemezidu. This is a kind of accident which is very close to being amazing. What are you throwing a rock into the reshus harabim for? <laughs> this is uh, something that's going to cause people to die here. You should be paying attention to Then the there are many people there, and you're throwing a rock there. Nevertheless, it says it's such a kind of shaykh, even though it's close to amazing, you go into Golos. answers, we're not talking about a person that throws a rock into the Shusarabim. Rather, says, this person was demolishing his wall, and uh, he wasn't careful, and part of the wall fell into the Shusarabim and killed someone. But still, this is a kind of shaygig that's close to amazing. You should be paying attention. What are you demolishing your wall that can fall into the Rosh Hashanah of people are walking there? And He demolished his wall at night so he couldn't see what's going on. It doesn't matter. At night he also has to pay attention. How are you demolishing your wall at night time in the Rosh Hashanah? And says the Gemara, actually he demolished his wall. It was daytime, but it was La'ashva. He demolishes wall into a garbage dump, and there in a garbage dump, nobody's there. So that's why he's not amazed for this, or not close to amazed for this. Says the Gemara, wait a minute, what's this case here? Hi, Ashbei When you say he demolishes wall into this garbage, what are we talking about over here? If it's a garbage dump, then many people go there. People drop their garbage there, as we'll see soon. People go there to relieve themselves. You don't have the bathrooms in those days. So if that's a place where people are there, so then Meizidu. So you're demolishing the wall there, you should know that people are there, you're still going to be amazed for this, or close to amazed. But if it's a garbage dump where people are never there, so then honestly, so then the fact that someone happened to be there, and you killed him, you shouldn't be chayiv and gallus for this. It's an anus. You would never expect that a person should be there. What's the case over here? This is a garbage dump that during the day people are not there. Nighttime, some people come out and go there to relieve themselves. But but it's not during the daytime people are not there. And the however, the could sometimes happen a person that's desperate that he goes there in this garbage dump even at daytime to relieve himself. So therefore, mazed have So this person that demolished his wall into this area, he's not a mazed because it's not a place that people usually come here during the day. But he won't be considered to be a because after all, there is sometimes that people do come there. So therefore, you should have paid attention to this. Okay, this is all one version of explaining the braces that we brought before. That it goes on the um, on the uh, safe of the Braise there, where the safe is said that the person walked into your store and he walked in with Rishos. On that, Abiyasa Bacharina said, you're going to be potter from Golos because it's cut of Tamezid. Now the Gemara brings another version. He brought this on the Reisha of the Braise. What, what did it say in the He came into a carpenter store without his permission. And a chip of wood flew out and flew into his face. Amazing, the person died. Potter, that you're going to be potter from Golos. Rabbi Yezir Barchanin said on this that he's going to be potter from Golos. He's chayiv barba dvarim. 
If you injured him, you will be chayiv for paying for the damage and for the other things that I mentioned before, the four things that you chayiv when you injure a person. And the reason for this is, Rashi says, even though he walked in, but you should have noticed that he walked into the store. You should have seen that someone walked in. So therefore, you're going to be chayiv. This is still, there's a level of negligence over here. And this is Adam Amazik, and you're going to be chayiv for this. But to patah migolos. However, in the ratio, you're going to be patah from golos. When the person walked into the store with, uh, without your permission. Says the Gemara now, man the mastin law safe the one that says that you potter from Golis in the safe because you can't compare it to a uh, to a, to a forest. And the case of the safe was when the person walked in with your shos and he said that that's not compared to a forest because if he walks into your store with rishos, it's cut of lamezid kosher Most definitely in the reisha, it's uh, it's not compared to a forest. Over here, the person walked in without your rishos and you killed him b'shoyge. For sure, it's not like a forest where anybody's allowed to walk in. You'll be potter from the Golas. But Amanda Masnila Reisha, the one that says in the Reisha that you're going to be potter from Golas, because uh, in the Reisha you walked in Shaloi so it's not like in the case of a forest where everyone's allowed to go there. Avala Seife, but in the Seife, when he walked in with your permission, Kivin the since he walked in with your permission, it's more similar to the case of a forest where everyone's allowed to go there. And here as well, he walked in with your permission, and Chayev Golas. You'll be Chayev of Golas for this. For the, for the fact that he killed the Meshayegek. But the Gemara asks on this, according to this version now, could you say that you'd be high of Golas for this? But Vatanya, we learned in another Braise that says a very similar case. You went into a store of a Nafach. What do they have Nafach there? I think it's a welder. And a blacksmith. Okay, a welder or a blacksmith. And the sparks came out. And it flew in this person's face. Umeis and he died. Potter, you'll be potter for these damages. So over here it says he came into the came into the store, and then the brayser adds, "I fill in nichnas b'rishos." Even if he came in b'rishos, you're going to be potter. So over here, this in this brayser it says that if you nichnas b'rishos, you're going to be potter from the galus. Okay, so therefore, this is a question of what we said, according to this version here, that in a case where it's nichnas uh, b'rishos, that you'll be chayiv in galus. Because it is similar to a uh, forest. Here, in this b'risa, it says, no, you're going to be potter from Golis. So the Gemara says, this b'risa that we just quoted is a, is a unique case. What is this b'risa talking about? We're talking very about a student of this blacksmith. And therefore, if you kill him, you'll be potter for that. So the Gemara asks, why is that any different? Because he's your student, you're allowed to kill him. He's your student, and therefore, if he gets killed when he's what comes into your store, so he's supposed to die, and therefore you'd be potter from Golas. Says the Gemara, the case here is So when his teacher was uh, begging him to leave the store, I'm doing work here now, and I'm not teaching you now. He was begging him to leave, and he didn't leave, and therefore, if he got killed, you potter for the Golas from that. Then he didn't want to leave. Just because he asked him to leave and he didn't want to leave, so therefore he deserves to die. And if you kill him, you'll be put from Golas for this. And since the Gemara, no, the case of here is the, the owner, the store owner, or this, this uh, blacksmith, which is his teacher, thought that he left. So therefore, this is a case where it's a shaygig, you didn't realize he's still there, and you'll have Golas for this. If that's the case, your mistake was that you thought he left the store. So then we don't even have to say it's talking about a teacher, a carpenter that's teaching a student and he was asking him to leave. You could say the same thing with anybody else that you thought that left the store. 
And says the Gemara, no, there's a reason why we said it's talking about a student. Because Acher, less Le'em said if it was anyone else, so then he's not afraid of this storekeeper or this blacksmith that's asking him to leave. So you have to be aware that even when you ask him to leave, he may not listen to you and he may not leave. So if you, even after you ask him to leave, if you kill him, you'll be high of Golas for this. But over here, since he's your student and he's afraid of his teacher, so over here, because he's afraid of you, so in such a case, you expected him to leave and you thought he's gone. And therefore, if you kill him, you'll be high of Golas for this. Okay, we're going to do one more piece just to finish off the Indian because it's Mamish connected to before. Rav Zvid, he taught this halacha that Rabbi Yaisi Bar Chanine said, he taught it on the following b'raise. The b'raise says another halacha, umotza. It says in the Torah, when you kill someone b'shegig, that uh, you, were, you were chopping wood, umotza sreyu bayar. And the piece of wood came out and flew into someone in the, in the forest. What do you learn from the word umotza? This excludes a case where this person himself brought himself to this place he wasn't there when you were chopping the wood. He came there afterwards. What does that mean? So he says the case. learned that from this pasuk as follows. If you threw a rock in a certain direction, and there was nobody there in that direction that would would be killed by this rock, and and then someone came and stick, stuck his head out of the window after you threw the rock, and now the rock flew into his head and, and it killed him. Potter, you'll be potter for this. If he came there, if you stuck his head out or he came there afterwards, you'll be potter for this. Because the Torah says, only if he was there before. Now on this, this Pasik tells me that you're potter from Golis. Special limit to say a potter from Golis. However, when it comes to damages though, if you injure this person, over here we don't have that exclusion. And if there's still a level of negligence that you're throwing it to an area where a person could be coming there, and you will be chayef to pay for the injury and the four things that you chayef for injury. Says the Gemara now, man masni the one that said this Allah of Rabbi Yisrael on this case that you chayef for the injury here, even though the person wasn't even there when you threw the rack, kol shekein akamaisa. Definitely the same would apply to the previous b'raise that we learned regarding a person that came into your store, even if he came into your store without your permission. But he walked into your store. You should have seen him walking into your store. You, you continue doing your carpentry after you walk into your store. For sure, with it, you'll be high for any injury that you caused. But the one that said it on the previous case, that you're high for the injury that you caused for the person that walked into your store. Over there, you saw him. You should have seen him. He was there before you, you began. You were doing your work that caused the injury. But over here, regarding this person that stuck his head out afterwards and you injured him, you would be completely potted, not only from Golas, even for injury, because he came there after you already threw the rock, and therefore you'll be potted even for the injury.